The Wake Up Call is a daily encouragement to shake off the slumber of our busy lives and turn our eyes toward Jesus. Each morning, our community gathers around a scripture, a reflection, prayer, and a few short questions, inviting us to reorient our lives around the love of Jesus, who transforms our hearts, homes, churches, and cities. Now, here's J.D. Walt with today's entry. Today's entry is called Same Garden, Different Gardener. Our text is from James 1, verse 21, from the Message Translation by Eugene Peterson. Hear the word of the Lord. In simple humility, let our gardener, God, landscape you with the word, making a salvation garden of your life. That's the word of the Lord. Now consider this. What on earth is a salvation garden? It is such a religiously loaded word, isn't it? Salvation. It evokes the imagery of altars and sinners' prayers and born-again baptisms. And don't hear me wrong, those are good things. At least they can be. Salvation, however, is a much deeper and richer word and far transcends the typically transactional meanings it commonly evokes. The original word in its original language, Greek, is soteria, whose root is sozo. It means to save by deliverance and healing. What if your life and mine could become a salvation garden? a place of healing and deliverance for others. Get a picture of a garden in your mind's eye, a beautiful, flourishing, messy garden. The tomatoes are growing out of control and need to be suckered. The peppers are too many to count, at least too many to eat. The cucumbers could stand to be trellised. Watermelons are bursting at the seams. The zinnias are starting to wilt. The basil burnishes with the green of the sun, but the cilantro could use an umbrella. There's so much going on in this little garden plot of your life. And of course, there's no shortage of weeds, too. And you think to yourself, how did all this happen? I only planted a few seeds and plants. Your next thought? There is so much work to be done here, it makes me tired to look at it. Were this your actual backyard garden, you would be exactly right. When it comes to our lives, this is exactly wrong. We are not the gardeners of our own lives. Remember our text. In simple humility, Let our gardener, God, landscape you with the word, making a salvation garden of your life. Same kind of garden, different kind of gardener. Our gardener is the original gardener, the God of heaven and earth, the creator who began his creation in a garden. There is work for us to do 
but it is a very different kind of work than we imagine. It is the work of simple humility, which looks like yielding and surrender, cultivating and waiting. Simple humility comes from nurturing the disposition it takes to passively receive something you didn't earn, don't deserve, and could never achieve. This is the garden plot where the fruit of the Spirit grows. When your life becomes such a place, others will be drawn to its messy beauty. Nourished by its flourishing fruit and inspired by its mysterious source. The fruit of the Holy Spirit is not a laundry list of impossible virtues, or worse, a duty filled moralistic checklist. We must discipline ourselves to somehow demonstrate. No, they are the miraculous manifestations of an ordinary life sourced by an extraordinary God. Through my years living in Kentucky, I became a deep appreciator of the farmer poet Wendell Berry. That's what I want to be when I grow up, a farmer poet. I particularly love his book-length poem entitled, The Farm. In it, Barry walks the reader through a year in the life of a simple, sustenance-oriented farm. I'm particularly intrigued by the last line of the prologue of the poem, which itself serves as the germinal seed of the entire piece. It reads, The possibility of a human life whose terms are heaven's and this earth's. Wake up, sleeper. This is your destiny calling. The prayer, Farmer God, would you landscape my soul with your word, making my life a salvation garden? And to that end, would you teach me the ways and means of simple humility? Better yet, just train me to fix my eyes on your son Jesus, in whom all of this is so gloriously visible. Would you fill me with your spirit through whom all of this is so miraculously possible? Praying in Jesus' name, amen. The question, the possibility of human life whose terms are heavens and this earth's. What does this poetic phrase evoke in you? For The Awakening, I'm J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend, leave us a rating, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.